An update today on dirt racing happening at Bristol in 2023. Plus, we talk about the final World of Outlaws late model full-timer list that's actually above 20. Let's go. It's Friday, January 20th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. For 2023, Bristol Motor Speedway is again putting dirt down on their surface for the spring, which includes the NASCAR weekend in April for the Trucks and the Cup Series. This will be the third year they've done it for NASCAR, but the rest of the dirt schedule has changed dramatically. Unlike the first two years, there's no XR week this season and no Outlaw weekends. And there are a bunch of reasons why, including the added cost for teams to have cars prepared to handle the speeds and the loads at Bristol, and the fan support just wasn't there and was actually dwindling. So both organizations have left Bristol behind, but there are going to be some other dirt events uh, at Bristol if you still want a fix in 2023. The week before NASCAR, the American All-Star Series will bring their crate late models to Bristol on April 1st for a 5,000 to win show. This will be the opportunity for the track to kind of fine tune conditions uh, with some actual racing before the trucks and cup cars come in the following week. Definitely a good idea to at least have some cars back on the dirt. And then a couple of weeks after NASCAR on April 22nd, YouTuber Cletus McFarland and his Freedom Factory group are having an invite-only event featuring sport compacts, Danger Rangers, and demo drags. This event was announced just this week and is in addition to the Bristol event that Cletus is hosting on the pavement later this year in September. Details for the April 1st Bristol Dirt Showcase featuring those American All-Star Series crate late models can be found at bristolmotorspeedway.com. And if you want information about the Cletus McFarland show on April 22nd, go check out the Freedom Factory Facebook page. All right, the Award of Outlaws Lay Model Series is off and running after last night's opener at Volusia. Tim McCready sat on the pole and led the first 19 laps, but Devin Moran, who started third, ran McCready down late and passed him with six to go. Uh, that was with a slider into turn one. It was Moran's 10th career win with the Outlaws and a very nice way to kick off his new deal with Double Down Motorsports. McCready, Chris Madden, Ryan Gustin, and Ricky Thornton Jr. completed last night's top five. Brandon Shepard was the night's hard charger after needing to transfer in through a B-main. He ended up going 23rd to 10th. We talked on yesterday's show about Bobby Pierce declaring as a full-timer, and I mentioned the field was at 17. In reality, though, after yesterday, the uh, full-time list is actually at 23. The series only promoted 19 on their Twitter account yesterday, but a look at the point standings over at wordofoutlaws.com today shows who has signed on because they were all given a 300-point bump. So Moran won last night's show, but he's actually 24th in the standings. The full-timers we talked about yesterday were Dennis Serp Jr., Tanner English, Shepard Madden, uh, Pierce, Max Blair, Boom Briggs, Todd Cooney, Gordy Gundaker, Ryan Gustin, Logan Martin, Dustin Walker, Nick Hoffman, Brent Larson, Shane Clanton, Pate Freeman, and Johnny Scott. We can also add to that Brian Shirley, Kyle Bronson, Kate Dillard, Jimmy Owens, Jordan Kohler, and Austin Kirkpatrick. That deal for Kirkpatrick is the second GR Smith-owned car. That's going to be a team car to Peyton Freeman, and both Kirkpatrick and Smith will run races in it. Now, obviously, there's not a chance in hell we get all the way to World Finals with 23 full-timers with the World of Outlaws Late Model Series. But in this world of so much late model freedom, this is what you get. In this group, there are clearly a number of them who intend on running the full season and they're in it for the long haul. Others are going to start the year probably declared with both the Outlaws and Lucas and see where they stand leaving Florida. 
The first conflict between the two schedules uh, isn't until March 17th, so drivers will have time to figure it out. And then there's others on this list who are just taking advantage of the system to get some tow money and provisionals for a while. Teams do pay a fee to sign on, but the added benefits for full-time status will pay back their investment in just a few nights. At the end of the year, we'll probably be down to 12 or 13 teams because realistically, that's what the system is built to support. Anybody below that line will have a tough time at making money. And it's interesting, too, to think about uh, of some of the newer teams, some of the rookie teams that have declared this season, it's going to be much more difficult for them to last longer, especially if they're way down the order through this opening part of the season because there's so many other teams signed on that just don't plan on running this thing out. If you look around today and last night, you'll see criticism from some fans about what's going on here with full-timers. And I want the sprint car world to take note. If things ever got opened up to, uh, to this point on that side, this is what we deal with. A whole bunch of teams hedging to start the year and falling off later depending on how they did or what their plans are. And this in turn leads to series to put in things like refundable deposits based on attendance and extra points bonuses to try and discourage the practice. It's not so simple to just say, let them race wherever they want, which is what a lot of people do with the sprint car stuff. The law of unintended consequences is always in play, and when racers can, they will exploit any and every rule to their advantage. Last night's other late model winners at Volusia were Ross Bales, Kyle Bronson, Michael Page, and Rye Falk. Those were all in 604 late model features. They'll do it all over again tonight at Volusia with the Outlaws racing again for $8,000, and then Saturday is $20,000 to win. You can either head out to Volusia to watch tonight and tomorrow, or you can tune in live both nights over on Dirt Vision. And before we move on, one more reminder about the sale I'm running at shop.dirttracker.com. All hats and t-shirts are marked down right now. Uh, hats 15, some t-shirts 15, some t-shirts 20. Uh, and that will happen through the weekend. I'll probably end the sale on Sunday night, so grab something now before it's over. Shipping and sales tax in the U.S. is still on me, and you can also grab a decal wire there. Sort of like an inventory reduction sale so we can work towards some fresh merch orders and maybe some new designs. Thanks for supporting this project with your hard-earned money, though. I really appreciate it. A couple of other news items for you today uh, uh, before we shut it down for the weekend. First, Kyle McFadden at Dirt on Dirt, I believe was the first to report this, um, that uh, promoter Corey Penfold is reviving the I-5 series for late models in the Pacific Northwest. They're planning eight races at five tracks this season with shows paying $2,000 to win. They'll be at Willamette Speedway, the new dirt-covered Douglas County Speedway in Roseburg, Southern Oregon Speedway, Grace Harbor, and Sunset Speedway Park. Penfold is hoping to grow dirt late model racing more on the West Coast, but we know he's certainly up against it out there. There's just not much of a late model culture on the West Coast. The first race for the series is scheduled for May 28th. Also, congrats to Mike Warren on being named the new announcer for the Super Dirt Car Series. He's taking over for the departing Shane Andrews and will be, uh, will be in the booth when the big blocks take on Volusia for Dirt Car Nationals. Andrews is on the way out because of extra time needed for his day job, so he just doesn't have the time to dedicate to this series full-time. Warren is the current PR guy for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series and has done pit reporting for the SDS, so fans will certainly recognize his voice. Warren will supposedly continue his role with the Late Model Series as well. The streaming schedule uh, continues to ramp up today and through the weekend. Quite a few shows across Dirt Vision, Flow Racing, Speed Sport, Clip Review. If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Certainly appreciate everybody tuning in all week. Uh, enjoy the dirt racing weekend ahead. We'll be right back here on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.